Om Sam Sarasvati Namaha. Namaste. Namaste, everybody. Uh, tonight we're going to begin the discussion of Hanuman Puja. And as I can see, uh, the first edition uh, was published in 1990. So this was another one of our books from the 80s uh, that just came filtering up. And uh, we got to finally put it uh, 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 online and, and uh, uh, make it into a book in 1990. And, so let's begin with the introduction on page three. Mind is like a monkey. You all know that. <laughs> you got monkey minds. Let's face it. It jumps and dances, skips and hops, and invariably chatters incessantly. It reaches out to receive an offered banana or other such fruit, rushes forth to obtain all desires and changes those desires with the fickleness of a primate swinging from limb to limb, vine to creeper in the jungles of sensory stimulation. Regardless of our desire, we must watch the monkey dance. Did you ever get a moment when the monkey wasn't dancing? We may try to meditate, to silence the chatter of the thousands of voices which resound in our inner space, yet that too is very difficult. In fact, even the greatest meditators must agree with Arjun in the Bhagavad Gita, who said, to silence the mind seems to be more difficult than to master the mighty winds. Every time we sit for meditation, we see a myriad of movies. They creep in almost imperceptibly, steal away our consciousness, and only when we have awakened some time later do we realize that the monkey mind has again stolen our peace. We watch the reverie for a time, condemn our lack of control, feel anger for the impure or painful content of the movie's scripts, and perhaps experience frustration at the futility of closing our eyes to a blank screen. It just doesn't happen. <laughs> this is the nature of the monkey mind. Jumping, dancing, swinging from thought to thought, without consistency, continuity, or any thread of divine purpose. We cannot be victorious even for a moment. Always we are returned to the movies of duality. There must be something else we can do with this monkey mind, another way to inspire the mind to subservience. Got to be a better way. Hanuman! The divine monkey, ever devoted, ever serviceful, is so full of love and faith, nothing remains difficult for him. If we cannot stop the movies of the monkey mind, then at least we can tune to the vision of the divine monkey. His dance is always graceful, his jumping an act of service, and his thoughts of devotion are always so soothing. Rather than disdaining to watch the movie, let us certainly try to witness that divine epic being replayed on the stage of consciousness. 
let our movies be all about the purity of devotion to the Lord rather than the more common history of this ego with which so many of us spend so much of our time. In this way, the movies will cease to thwart our purpose so that we may experience the consciousness beyond the movie. Ram is the embodiment of divinity. Ra, R, means the subtle body, A, A, with a hat on top means consciousness, O, Anuswar, Amal, M means perfection, Ram, the consciousness of the subtle body of perfection. Sita means pure and straight, and Hanuman is the perfect devotee of Ram and Sita, of the perfection of consciousness and the pure and straight. Hanuman's only intention is to serve, and like Christ said, the greatest amongst you will be the servant. Lord Ram needed a bridge to cross the ocean to Lanka, but brave Hanuman, saying the name of Ram with full faith and devotion, was able to jump into the sky and fly across the waters. Hanuman means a monkey. Not just any monkey, but the divine example of pure devotion. Ha means Ishwar, supreme consciousness. Na, nu means that which pervades. Man means manifested. Hanuman, the manifested existence of the supreme consciousness which pervades all. When Lord Shiva saw that Vishnu had taken birth upon the earth, he desired to participate in the drama which was to unfold. And therefore, as the eleventh incarnation of Rudra, literally, Asru Triate, he who takes away the tears, he manifested as Hanuman, in which form he could act as the perfect servant of the Lord. By puja, worship of the servant of the Lord, we train our monkey mind to become a divine monkey mind. Rechannel our self-serving interest to become a selfless servant. And teach our consciousness to view the movie of the divine Leela, the drama of everyday attitudes and occurrences with the similar conviction and strength as Hanuman, showed in all his endeavors. All of his karma was made pure by his devotion, by making his puja, the worship of the divine servant of the Lord, we too can purify ourselves. Karma is of four kinds. The first is called samshipta, meaning past, over, done with, completed. It exists only as a memory in our minds. The second is called Bhartman, present. That which is going on right now. The third is called Parabdha. Parabdha karma is that which will come in the future. The classical illustration given by Shankaracharya is of the arrow leaving the archer's bow. 
Once the arrow has taken flight, there is nothing the archer can do to change the trajectory. He merely stands and watches. This is called Prarabdha Karma. Those seeds sown in the past, which will be realized in the future. Until the arrows of our past experience land, we must stand and watch. The past exists as a present recollection, the future as a present projection, and the actual reality is here and now. The fourth kind of karma is called nitya karma, eternal karma, the karma which is beyond all time, and hence removes us from time. It is true, valid, past, present, and future. Yoga, meaning union, is the goal of Nitya Karma. In union, there ceases to be the I subject and the you object. The subject object relationship no longer exists because in union there is only one. Union is eternal, and the functions performed within that divine union, moving into union and coming out from that union without attachment, are called nitya karma. So long as we are not in union, we must act and interact with the world of duality. When we act in the world of duality, there exist only two possibilities. Either we act for me, or we act for thee. Two choices. I can be selfish or selfless. Acting for me means that the ego I is being glorified through its activities, an enhancement of ego. Acting for thee means atma samarpan, self-surrender. I surrender my soul in the perfection of equilibrium, in perfect balance. These two possibilities exist. We earn the privilege of the realization of union through acquiring merits. Giving birth to merits is called puja. Pu means punya, merits. Ja means jata to give birth. Puja is the name for those acts of worship which give birth to the merits by which we can come into union. Through puja we earn kripa. Kri means to do, pa means to get. Kripa is known as grace. The true grace is what we do is what we get. We always receive the fruits of our karma. Now our worship becomes even more imperative. We shall receive the fruits of our endeavors, and hence it behooves us to pattern our behaviors after the most noble examples of conduct. Hanuman exemplifies the ultimate devotion, the highest respect transmitted through his every action. Thus, 
The worship of Hanuman will without doubt inspire devotees with the purest conviction and the most essential motivation in each one's path to self-realization. The following collection of verses constitute a complete puja, or guided meditation into the presence of the deity, along with a homa system or invocation and offerings at the sacred fire. The Hanuman Chalisa, and the, or the Adventures of Hanuman, the Bajaranban, or the Arrow of the Very Strong, the Shankat Mochan Hanuman Ashtakam, the Eight Verses in Praise of Hanuman, the Reliever of All Difficulties have all been incorporated into the text. Each verse is presented with the Devanagari alphabet first, either in Sanskrit or Alhadi, being the dialect of classical Hindu used for some of the poetry. And this is followed by a Romanized transliteration and then the English translation. The English translation is in strict compliance with Vedic usages and represents the most inspiring interpretations of the myriad of possible choices. That is, we didn't just take the dictionary meanings. We took the best meaning. The dictionary meaning verifies, it's the support, the foundation, which supports the bhavana, the feeling, the understanding, so that we can apply this knowledge to our own lives and inspire ourselves to greater devotion. We are extremely indebted to Srima for her continuous inspiration and to the entire Devi Mandir for their tremendous assistance in preparing this publication. Especially we acknowledge a debt of gratitude to all the beautiful beings of light and wisdom who shared with us this path of enlightenment. In the words of the Rishi Shunashep in the Rig Veda, Namo Mahabhyo, Namo Arbakebhyo, Namo Yubhavyo, Namo Ashinebhyaha, Yajam Devan Jyoti Shaknodam Majayasa Sansama Rikshi Devaham. I bow to the great wise beings of the past. I bow to the great wise beings of the present. I bow to the great wise beings of the future. If there are any known, unknown great wise beings of any time, I bow to them as well with one pointed attention. I bow to them all. Bless me, all of you. And we commence our search with the vision of the rishis in the Rig Veda. Sangachadvam, Shambhadvam, Sambhomanam, Sijanatam, Deva Bhagam Jatapurve, Sangjananagupasate. Oh, let us all assemble together. Let us all speak together. Let all minds be in harmony. The shining ones of ancient times all preceded by this worship. Samano mantra samita hi samani samanam manahasaha chitmesham samanam mantra mabi mantra gebaha samani nabo habisha juhomi.
when all thoughts are absorbed in mantra, then consciousness becomes fixed in the recollection most glorious. When all thoughts become absorbed in mantra, then by means of mantra, all thoughts are poured as oblations into the divine fire. Swah! Shamani po akutihi, shamana hridayani ba, samana mastubo manao, javabhatsutahasati. This place is common. These thoughts are common. So let our hearts be shared as well. Let all thoughts, all minds be united so that all may enjoy peace and contentment. This is our objective. This is our purpose. We were just talking about goal setting. This is the purpose, the objective, the goal for which we are producing this effort of translating these scriptures. A shared heart, a united mind, peace and contentment being enjoyed by all. May the worship of Hanuman bless us with that attainment. Please. Accept this respectful offering. Jai Swami Satyananda Saraswati Devi Mandir, 1990. Those were in the days when I had I would have that old trailer, and I used to sit up all night in that old broken-down trailer and type and type and type and try and translate as much as I can. A little addition. I cannot imagine that it has already been 15 years since the first publication of this book. It seems just like, like just a short while ago that we were touring the world singing about Hanuman, the perfect devotee who could jump across the ocean of worldliness to find the true nature of consciousness. How I remember those satsangs in the Himalayas and London, New York, and Kolkata, and especially in our own Devi Mandir, when devotees would become so ecstatic with the love of God that they too could jump across the ocean of worldliness. We all grabbed hold of our monkey minds and turned all those random thoughts into pure thoughts, the thoughts of godliness and goodness, of Shiva and Ram, and the joy of our communion and the spirit of devotion, the spirit of Hanuman, took over our being and became our reality. I take the opportunity of publishing the fifth edition of this book to once again invite all devotees into the harmony of worship. Please, with all of your capacity, meditate upon the pure and noble and aspire to become the very best that you can possibly become. We surround you with light and communicate to you every blessing. Srima Swami Satyananda Saraswati Devi Mandir 2005. <laughs> oh, funny thing about writing books. You, you can see what happens in 2013. How many
many devotees all around the world stand up with devotion and sing with an open heart and grab hold of their monkey mind and put all at the service of God. For now. Let's begin on page 10 with the Devta Pranam. We're going to bow to all the gods. Om, we bow to the respected great lord of wisdom, that's Ganesh. Obviously, he got the boon to be first one worship. We bow to Lakshmi and Narayan, the goal of all existence. The Laksh, the goal of all existence, and the wealth of all existence, and the values of all existence, and the perceiver of all values, the perceiver of all of Narayan, the Ion of Nara, the eyes of humanity, the perceiving capacity. We bow to Uma Maheshwara, who she who protects existence and the great consciousness or the great seer of all. He's Ish, uh, Ishwara, the Maha Ishwara Maheshwara of Uma. It, it, she is the uh, Uma. She is the circumstance, the measurement of circumstance of all that exists. Om Vibhavani Hiranyagarb Saraswati and Brahma who create the cosmic existence. Brahma and Saraswati create Vishnu and Lakshmi protect. Shiva and Parvati transform. Om to Sachi and Parandar. This Indra and his wife who preside over all that is divine. Om we bow to the mothers and fathers, the mamas and the papas. We bow to the chosen deity of worship. We bow to the family deity of worship. We bow to the village deity of worship. We bow to the particular household deity of worship. We bow to the established deity of worship. We bow to all the gods. We bow to all the knowers of divinity. And now we're going to wave our lights. Om, the divine fire is the, is the light. The light of wisdom is the light. The light of devotion is the light as well. The light of the highest bliss, oh God, is in the light which we offer, the light which we request you to accept. With the offering of light, Om, we bow to the highest principle to Hanuman, the manifestation of the reliever of sufferings. Cut the ego, purify, I am one with God. Om, hum, hanamate, rudratmakaya, uhum, fatswaha. Rudra, atma, kaya, the embodiment of the atma. The kaya is the embodiment, the manifestation, the embodiment. That's the best one. Embodiment, the, the body, yeah, the embodiment of the Atma, the soul of Rudra, who takes away the tears. Rudra, whom got the ego, fun purify, swaha. I am one with God. God is my own. Swav is my own. Nietzsche. Aha is Ishwar. God is my own. I am God. God is one with me. I am one with him. Now take your incense and offer that incense. O spirit of the forest, from you is produced the most excellent of scents. The scent most pleasing to all the gods. That scent we request you to accept. Om with the offering of fragrant scent. Om we bow to the highest principle. Hum. Ha karas to the day hasad. Ah is the consciousness. Ma is the, the, the perfection, the perfect manifestation of the consciousness and all that is perceivable. Hung, we, the highest principle, to Hanuman, the manifestation of the reliever of sufferings, cut the ego, purify 
I am one with God. Some camphor or your arthricum, all-knowing as the moon, the sun, and the divine fire, the three eyes of God, the sun and the moon, and the divine fire in the, in the third eye. You alone are all light, and this light we request you to accept with the offering of light. Om, we bow to the highest principle, to Hanuman, to the manifestation of the reliever of sufferings. Cut the ego, purify, I am one with God. Oh, earth is a reservoir of nectar. It's filled with the, ne the nectar of immortal bliss. Om, the divine atmosphere is a reservoir of nectar and also above earth, the, the heavens and, the, and the, the, the atmosphere. They're all filled with the divine bliss. May all perception shine forth with the sweet taste of nectar for us. Om, the divine fire, the light of purity is the shining God. The wind is the shining God. The sun, the light of wisdom is the shining God. The moon, the Lord of devotion is the shining God. The protectors of the wealth are the shining gods. The relievers of sufferings are the shining gods. The sons of the light are the shining gods. The emancipated seers, the moderates are the shining gods. The universal shining gods are the shining gods. The guru of the gods is the shining God. The ruler of the gods is the shining God. The Lord of waters is the shining God. Om, the infinite beyond conception, the gross body, the subtle body, and the causal body. We meditate upon that tat sabitur, that light of wisdom, barinya most high, which is the supreme wealth of the gods. May it grant to us Dio Yonaha, Patru Udoya, Prach continuous Udoya, rising, rising, rising. May it grant to us increase in our meditations continually ad infinitum, without stop, without pause, without demur, without hesitation. Just keep growing and growing and growing. Growing, growing, growing. Own the gross body, the subtle body, the causal body, the great body of existence, all that can be manifested. The great body of knowledge, the great body of life, the body of truth. The seven lokas from the all manifested existence, the highest. Om, we meditate upon that light of wisdom which is the supreme wealth. Varinyambargo, Devasya, of the gods. May it grant to us increase in our meditations. May the divine waters, luminous with the nectar of immortality of supreme divinity, fill the earth, the atmosphere, and the heavens. All we want are those divine waters flooding over us with the bliss of pure consciousness. Oh, my rosary, the great measurement of consciousness containing all energy within as your intrinsic nature. Give to us the attainment of your perfection for fulfilling the four objectives of life, dharma, artha, kama, moksha. Please, the highest ideal of perfection, the physical resources necessary to maintain that ideal, uh, the cessation, the fulfillment the culmination of all other desires and when we have those three we've got moksha uh, otherwise known as self-realization or re liberation 
Own rosary, you please remove all obstacles. I hold you in my right hand. At the time of recitation, be pleased with me. Allow me to, to attain the highest perfection. Own rosary of Rodraksha seeds, my Lord. Give to me excellent attainment. Give to me, give to me. Illuminate the meanings of all mantras. Illuminate, illuminate. Fashion me with all excellent attainments. Fashion me, I am one with God. With the ascended flowers, oh, we bow to the Lord of wisdom, Lord of the multitudes, Jigadish. With the ascended flowers, oh, we bow to the sun, the light of wisdom, along with the other nine planets. With the ascended flowers, oh, we bow to sheep of the consciousness of infinite goodness, along with the five primary deities that Shiva, Shakti, Vishnu, Ganesh, and Surya, the nine planets. Those are the five divisions in Hinduism. With these scented flowers, oh, we bow to Indra, the ruler of the pure, along with the ten protection, protectors of the ten directions. So you've got north, northeast, north, south, west, southwest, northwest, no, <laughs> you've got ten directions above and below, and all the, all, each one has its own deity. With these scented flowers, only about a Vishnu, the fish, and along with the ten incarnations, which he assumed, we know Dash Avatar of Vishnu. With these scented flowers, only about the Lord of all created beings, Prajapati, uh, the Lord, the Pati of all the Praja, everyone born. With these scented flowers, only about the perfect person of consciousness. With these scented flowers, only bow to all the gods. With these scented flowers, only bow to all the goddesses. Uh, we are gender neutral. Oh, with these scented flowers, only bow to the guru. Oh, with these scented flowers, we only bow to all knowers of wisdom. Thank you all for being present so I can bow to you. Tie a piece of string around your middle finger, around your wrist, and Brahma is in the shining light of the Kushi grass. In the shining light resides, resides Janardhan, the Lord of Beings, the supreme, all-pervading consciousness. Vishnu resides in the shining light, all repository of the shining light. We bow down to you, the seat of Kushi grass. And take a couple of sips of water. Om Keshavaya Namaha. We one bow to the one with beautiful hair. And Kesh means hair. And Keshava means the one with beautiful hair. And Ka means the cause. And A means the, the, the existence or the circumstance. And Sha means the perfection, the culmination. So Ka is Brahma. A is Vishnu. And Sha is Shiva. And Keshava also means who embodies the three. Right. Uh, Om Madhavaya Namaha, we bow to the one who is always sweet. Uh, Om, we bow to the one who is one-pointed light. Go, Binda. He's the Bindu of the Go. He's the one-pointed light. Om consciousness, Om consciousness, Om consciousness, Om that consciousness of the highest station who always sees the light of wisdom. Give us divine eyes, please. That's why we're here. We want divine eyes. Om, oh, that twice-born teacher who is always thirsty for accepting the nectar of devotion. Oh, consciousness, you are in that highest station. Om, oh, the impure and the pure reside within all objects. Who remembers the lotus-eyed consciousness is conveyed to radiant beauty. 
all the welfare of all welfare, the highest blessing of purity and illumination with the offering of respect, we bow down to the Supreme Consciousness who is the actual performer of all action. Om, these are the mantras of the light of wisdom. The creative capacity is the seer, nature is the meter. The divine flow of waters is the deity being applied in washing your hands and rinsing your mouth. Now we're going to draw the bindu and uh, outside of which uh, will be uh, an equilateral triangle. You've got all the threes are in perfect balance and harmony and, and that leads you to the bindu and the bindu leads you to that which is beyond definition, nirakar. And that's the yantra upon which we'll, put, we'll sit. We'll put that yantra underneath our asan, introducing the mantras of the purification of the seat, the is he whose back is straight. <clears throat> the meter is a very beautiful form. The tortoise who supports the earth is the deity. Remember Vishnu came as the tortoise so he can support Mandara when they were churning the milk ocean to produce the nectar of mortal bliss. That's why he became a tortoise. Well, he's supporting me too. He's right underneath my Merudanda. Get out from there, Vishnu. <laughs> hey, there's a tortoise under my Meru Nanda. These mantras are applied to make the seat free from obstructions. Make this asan pure and free from obstructions. With these scented flowers, oh, ring, we bow to the primal energies situated in this lotus seat. Put that flower underneath your asan in the middle of the bindu, which is in the middle of the equilateral triangle, and then fold your asan over it again and touch both sides of the ashram and say, what will you say? Om Earth, you support the realms of the goddess. You all are all supported by the Supreme Consciousness. Also bear me eternally and make pure this seat, please. Oh, my bow to the guru. Oh, my bow to the guru's guru. Oh, my bow to the gurus of the lineage. Oh, my bow to the supreme gurus. Oh, my bow to the Lord of Wisdom. Oh, my bow to the infinite one. Oh, creation, circumstance, transformation. Oh, bing, ring, cling, all the threes. Sisti, stiti, loy, creation, circumstance, and transformation. Mm, seldom disagree. Uh, of course, Sattaraja uh, Tamaguna. Uma, all the threes are continually transforming. They're in continuous movement on the stage of consciousness. At the stage, all that we know is their movement. Om Namah Shivaya. I bow to the consciousness of infinite goodness. Om Hung Hanumate Rudratmakaya Kumpatswaha. Om, we bow to the highest principle, the Hanuman, the manifestation of the reliever of sufferings. To Hanuman Hung, the highest manifestation, uh, the, the reliever of the uh, 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 of the reliever of sufferings, Rudra. Atma Kaya, the embodiment of the soul of Rudra, the highest manifestation of the reliever of sufferings. Cut the ego, hung, purify, fut, swaha, I am one with gods. Clap your hands three times and snap your fingers in the ten directions. 
Om Aham Hanumate Rudrat Makaya Hum Patswaham Om Aham Hanumate Rudrat Makaya Hum Patswaham Om Sam Saraswati Namaha Namaste Let's pause before we take our sankalpa and see if there are any questions about why we're worshipping Hanuman. What does it mean to worship Hanuman? What is the Rudra Atmakaya, the embodiment of the soul of Shiva, of Rudra, of the reliever from sufferings, of he who takes away the tears? What does that mean? How does he cut the ego? Oh, how, why, does he, why do we want purification? Why do we want to be one with God? And then we'll take our sankalpa once we have and all of these issues resolved. Are there any questions, please? We have a question from Kantananda. Namaste, Kantama. Will you please explain why Hanuman is the manifestation of the reliever of sufferings? Meaning, how does Hanuman take away the tears? It, well, it, Kanta, uh, Shiva was sitting up in heaven, saw Vishnu about to go down to earth and manifest himself in the form of Ram. He said, he said Vishnu, you can't do that all by yourself. You're going to need some help. Ravan has got a lot of boons. He's got ten heads. He's got, he, he, even if he lost his head a little bit, he could be, he's still got nine more. So you're going to need some help. Let all the gods and goddesses come down and help help you. And so uh, I, I'm going to send all Indra and all the other gods and they'll become monkeys and bears and I'm going to come down and be myself uh, as the 11th avatar of Shiva, the 11th incarnation of Shiva. I will take the form of Hanuman and I will be your most devoted servant. One day in in Kailash, Shiva was in deep meditation. Parvati was looking at him with consternation. She said, Dev Adi Dev, Mahadev, Shiva, everyone in the world meditates upon you. You are the Lord of all lords. You're the God of all gods, the Guru of all the gurus. You are Mahadev, the great God. Upon whom are you meditating? <laughs> there you are, sitting with your eyes closed day and night for years together. Who, who, whose meditation are you doing? And Shiva said, Parvati, I cannot tell a lie. I am meditating upon Vishnu. He dwells in my heart and he is my most beloved. And I, there's just nothing I would do for Vishnu. Well, when Vishnu came and all the gods came to, to Vishnu and they said, Vishnu, you got to help us. Robin was given the boon that he can't be slain by any god or any goddess or any... We, it's got to be a human being. No Dhanava, no Daitya, no, no Ashura, nobody, nobody else can kill that Robin. Robin means to make to cry. Ruth, Ruth. Me is to cry and Rodhan is to cause to cry and Ravan is the manifestation of he who causes others to cry. He produces the tears. So who could take away the tears? Rudra! 
Ra, a Sruthrayate who takes away the tears. Robin makes people cry. He's the man with ten heads. He's got Das Indrias. He's got ten senses, five organs of knowledge and five organs of action. He makes everyone cry. I, I, if we didn't have all these sensory stimulation, why would we be crying? I'm either crying because I have too much or I have too little. <laughs> Obviously. If I gotta go, I gotta go. I got too little, I gotta go get some more. If I've got too much, I gotta get rid of what I got. So, Robin is always making us to cry. So, Shiva said, Vishnu, if you will go down in the form of a man, I'm sending all the other gods in the form of monkeys. And because Robin didn't get the boon that monkeys can't kill him. He didn't get the boon that men can't kill him. Robin said, well, I'm the king of the Asuras. If I don't have to worry about the gods, I don't have to worry about any other Asura. I don't have to worry about the Doityas, the Danavas, anybody else. What man is there that can slay me? How could a monkey come and kill me? What nonsense. Ah, sure. I'll take the boon, Brahma. And Brahma said, Tatastu, I give it to you immediately. So then she became the 11th incarnation of Shiva was Hanuman. And he came down and he assumed the form of the most devoted monkey who was ever devoted and dedicated to the service of Ram, who was, he knew was the incarnation of Vishnu. And that's why uh, he's known as the manifestation of Shiva, as Asru Triate, the 11th Rudra Avatar. You are Rudra. <laughs> why is it that Hanuman can jump across the sea, but Ram has to build a bridge? Why do you, does Ram do, have to build a bridge? Oh, Ram is a man. And he, he came into the form of a man. And... Hanuman was just pure devotion made manifest, and he got the boon. Hanuman and his child was really mischievous, and he created all kinds of havoc, and so the gods gave him the boon that he has Ashtashiddhi, he has the eight siddhis, and he can manifest himself in Makima, Lagima, Garima, Prapti, in various, in all and also Janaki also gave him another boon that he would always have the eight siddhis as long as he was manifest. So Hanuman had the boon that he could fly around the world. That's why Lai Sanjeevan Lakandiyaye. Sri Raghubir Arashi Urlaye. When uh, Lakshman was struck by the the arrow, the Nagapash, he was bound by by uh, 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 Yeah, he was bound by the snakes, and he was bound by Meghnath, and he, they were squeezing out his life. And so Hanuman flew to the Himalayas, and he picked up the whole mountain, and he brought the Sanjeevani, the life-giving herb. And he didn't know which one was the herb. All the herbs were saying, oh, take me, I want to go. And he said, I don't want to bring the wrong one. <laughs> what a dummy I would be if Lakshman died by sunrise. That one, that one is wrong. He went to go to heaven to get, to get, get rid of all snakes. 
Well, that's another story. That's in the commentary. I'm sorry. We won't tell that story in this puja. But it's true. Yeah. But in this puja, he, he flew to the Himalayas, picked up the mountain, and carried. That's why he became Giridhar. And he came the supporter, the lifter of the mountain. And he brought the whole mountain to the, the doctor. And the doctor said, what kind of nut are you? I asked you for one root, one herb. Hanuman said they were all calling me, and I couldn't decide which was the right one. So I brought you the whole mountain. Pick what you want, and I'll put the rest back in the Himalayas. So those were, pure devotion can move mountains. Pure devotion can jump across the ocean of ego and attachment. But even Ram, who is pure consciousness, he needs the help of his devotees in order to find his pure nature. And that's just what this story is about, Kantaman. Hanuman is pure devotion, and when that pure devotion rises up and he opens up his heart, all you can see inside is, is Ram and Sita, nature and consciousness. But consciousness cannot act without devotion. He is dependent on his devotees, just as the guru is dependent on her devotees. We have a question from Bish. Namaste, Bish. Please tell us the story of how Hanuman was born and how that story relates to us evolving as devotees. Hanuman Janam came of Huilo. Oh, when you need we, we know that, but yeah, I, I, I have to tell the story in a few minutes. It's a very long story. I, Anjani was his mom and Kesari was his dad and they did tapasya in order to, to bring a divine soul into manifestation. Yeah. So they did this tremendous tap and they got the boon that they would bring forth a divine child and so they did. <laughs> we have a question from Swaroop Ananda. Namaste Swaroop. Pranam, what is the meaning behind uh, tying the piece of string around our hand before Achman? Swaroop, it means my hand is bound in service to God. And I will not use this hand. Every time I lift this hand for my personal selfish use, I'm going to look at the string on my hand and say, oh, wait, I already consecrated that hand, dedicated it to the service of God. Now, how can I use that for my own selfish self? So every time I go to the temple, I like, or every time I do puja, I like to tie a piece of string around my hand. And, uh, and other, we'll go to other people's temples and they'll do it immediately. And they'll tie a string around our, our hands because it's easier to tie it on someone else. Uh, but if you remember that your hand is bound in service to God, and that you've already consecrated and made the offering, that that's what you're going to do. That's how I'm going to perform this puja. I'm going to give birth to punya merits by the service of God. And that's what it means to tie a string around our finger. Just a remembrance. We have a related question from Ambika. Namaste, Ambika. She says, can you confirm that women put the string on their left hand, and can you explain the reason for this? Yes. Um, most of the uh, uh, 
if you look at the picture of Ardhanarishwari, it's half male on the right side and half female on the left side. And all the left-handed stuff pertains to the female side, So, and all the right-handed stuff pertains to the male side. So uh, when the boys show their palms to be red, you, you read the right palm of a male and the left palm of a female, and that indicates the present birth. And of course, when you switch them, uh, then your past birth uh, for a male would be the left hand, and the past birth for the female would be the right hand. In the same way, we tie the string around the right hand of the male, so because most boys were right-handed, or they were taught to be right-handed in giving everything they wanted, the tradition was the right-handed, the right hand was used for the service of God and humanity, and the left hand was used for the service of yourself. And it switched in females. We have another question from Vish. Yes, please, Vish. What can we learn from Hanuman being a devotee of Ram? If there is only one God, it seems strange that there are two gods in manifestation and one is the devotee of the other. Oh, no, 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 no. Vish, uh, we, there are 33 crores of gods. Everyone in the universe is a god or a goddess. Everyone in manifested being is a god or a goddess. Now, please, you have the choice of being servant or served. In every circumstance, either you give the privilege to serve or you are privileged to serve. And now, Hanuman, God is serving Ram, who is the manifestation of Vishnu. So Shiva, in the form of Hanuman, is serving Vishnu. In other stories, Vishnu is serving Shiva. We're all serving each other. We're all loving each other. We're all privileged to demonstrate the sincerity of our love for each other. That doesn't make one higher and one lower. Jesus said the greater one will be the servant. So who can say? We're all in this together, Vish. Ambika had a follow-up question. Yes, please, Ambika. She says, but when we accept prasad, sip water off of flowers, females use the right hand, correct? It's yes, like correct. The string. Yes, please, please use the right hand. What is the meaning of the word Hanuman? We just discussed it. Ha means the manifestation or the gross body, all that's perceivable through the senses. Ah means the illumination of consciousness. Mon means uh, in manifested existence. So we have the manifested existence of the illumination of consciousness manifested in a, in a human body or in a monkey body, a gross body, a perceivable form. Uh, and that's the meaning of Hanuman. In the Bija Mantra, Hum? Hum. Hum is the Bij Mantra of Shiva. It's also the Bij Mantra of Rudra. It's also the Bij Mantra of Hanuman. It's also the Bij Mantra of Akash. Uh, means he who resides in the ether, who is infinite and unmeasurable, imperceptible. So Hum uh, means, oh, oh, again, the same thing. Uh, ha, ha, ma. The, the perfection of the illumination of all, man, all manifested existence is hum. We have another question from Swarupananda. Yes, Swarup, namaste. In the Achman, it yep. says, that twice-born teacher who is always thirsty for accepting the nectar of devotion. Yep. What or who is the twice-born teacher? 
Uh, well, Shiva is the teacher of all the teachers, and here we're talking about Pundari Kaksham, which is the name of Vishnu. So Vishnu and Shiva, of course, are one. So we're talking about the one God who comes in the form of a twice-born. He's a Brahmin. He's a Dvijag. He's born twice, once from the womb of woman, once from the womb of wisdom. And he's always thirsty. He wants to wet his whistle. He wants to wash his mouth. So with the, with the nectar of immortal bliss, with consciousness, 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 only consciousness will speak through my mouth. I have no ego invested here. I have no attachment invested here. I have only one goal, only one purpose, and that is I want this to be the vessel for consciousness to speak through this instrument. And that's Pundari Kaksham, that twice-born teacher. We have a question from Kantananda. Kantan, yes, namaste. Is there a connection between performing Hanuman Puja and chanting the Rudraskyai? There is, uh, and it's very distantly they're related. If you go into Shiva temple, any Shiva temple, you are certainly welcome to recite the Shiva Puja. You're certainly welcome to recite the Shiva Thousand Names or the Sahasranam. You're certainly welcome to recite the Rudra Stadiyai. And you're certainly welcome to recite the Ramayana or any portion of it. And you will be welcome to chant the Sundrakhand or the Ramcharitmanas or any portion of the Hanuman Puja as well. Because they are all related to the incarnations of Shiva. So all of these different works are related in that they're all acceptable in every Shiva temple. Yes, please. Can you speak about the purification of karma through devotion? Absolutely. I speak of nothing else. <laughs> Everything we talk about is the purification of karma through devotion. And that's the only way we can purify our karma is to be devoted. And when we're devoted, we're lovers. And when we're in love, we pay attention, we pay attention, we focus our attention to the exclusion of delusion. We, we are become sadhus, we are efficient. We pay attention so we don't make mistakes. And when we don't make mistakes, we produce beautiful products in a timely manner and we earn our privilege to retire from this worldly interaction all the sooner, all the more e efficiently, all the more quickly. So we are purifying our karma by focusing our attention, by being in the love affair, by just paying attention as the natural course of my devotion. When I'm devoted to Srima and I want to serve her and I want to help her and I want to make sure her, her projects are done quickly and efficiently and then that she doesn't have any trouble in the future, especially if I should not be, happen to be here. I want it done full, complete and perfectly so that she won't have an ex experience any difficulty in the future. Now my love makes me pay attention and my devotion makes me efficient and I, my karma purifies, it becomes purified because of my efficient action as a consequence of my love. So they all work hand in hand. It's the real tantra. The tantric love making means weaving all that you know. 
into one tapestry of devotion which serves your beloved with all your knowledge, all your talents, all your skills, all your abilities, with all your capacity. Now that's purifying. Because there's no more ego in there. There's no more attachment there. All we want is the upliftment of my beloved. That's the only goal. So when we have that goal and we've clarified that understanding, we know the objective, we know the path, we know what must be done, then we take the sankalpa and we say, that's my spiritual promise, that's my vow, that's my worship, that's my puja. I'm giving birth to merits, they're going to purify me, they're going to make me into a true devotee because I'm in love. And I think that's how you purify your karma, by surrendering to the love affair with your beloved. Whoever that beloved may be, it may be your beloved guru, you may have that love affair with Shiva, you may have that lover, love affair with Satchit Anambu. And maybe you'll have it with all of the above. It's not exclusive. You can love everybody. This isn't the type of love that says, oh, you can only love me. This is the kind of love that says, the more you love me, the more you love everybody. So that's how it purifies you. It tears down all the barriers. It tears down all the boundaries. It, it, it frees us from the limitations. It's not, we didn't join a spiritual group to cuddle and hover in, in fear of the world and make divisions and say, we know and we're the chosen people and we're the, 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 the twice-born ones and we're, you, those are unpure and we are pure and we know and they don't. We join the spiritual family in order to tear down all the boundaries and work together to support each other so we can all become uplifted together. Now that's purifying. I'm purifying my karma by my love affair. By my efficient action, if, you, if you're working 24 hours a day and you're producing something for people you love and you're giving them your best, that's pretty pure. We have a question from Sharanya. Namaste, Sharanya. Namaste. What is the relationship between Saturn and Hanuman? How can Hanuman help with a difficult shiny period? Uh, Hanuman entered into a battle with Saturn and uh, he, he was able to defeat Saturn. So Saturn is a servant of Hanuman. Uh, Saturn, after he was defeated by Hanuman, then Hanuman made him a servant. So if you perform Hanuman Puja, it, he will help you, especially if you perform Hanuman Puja on Saturday, uh, on Shanivar, then you'll uh, get to control Shani. <laughs> we have a question from Ambika. Yes, Ambika Ma. Can you please repeat what the Aratrika means? And do we offer something when we recite this? Well, the, the Aratrika, yeah, we offer the burning camphor. And the mantra says, Hello. Where did Mr. Mantra go? Uh, it says, all knowing as the moon, the sun, and the fire. That's the three eyes of uh, in the face of consciousness. The face of God has three eyes, the sun, and the moon, and the, and the fi divine fire. 
Uh, and you alone are all light, so my all the perception, all my perceiving capacity is filled with light, and this light we request you to accept. Hey, uh, my deity, my de beloved deity, I'm offering you, I'm offering you the light of the highest bliss, the the light of, uh, which fills the sun, the moon, and the fire, the three eyes of consciousness. And with this offering of light, I'm bowing to the, the manifestation of the soul of Rudra, to Shiva. Cut the ego, purify. I'm one with God. Om Sam Sarasvati Namaha. Namaste. Jai